Who are you? My name is Bond. I am My name is Inigo Montoya. I am Steve Rogers. Spartans! What do you want? Wanna play Psycho Killer? I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. E.T. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Filled Better Show. And if you're watching this on the YouTube or on Facebook or wherever I decide to post this, you may notice there's someone below me. Um, I'm going to bring him up so that it's not too good. I got my good friend Jason, the Robin Hood expert on today, along with, of course, Aaron Parkman. Jason, welcome back to the show. Yeah, well, you say welcome back. How, how long has it been, Phil? Like two years? Maybe. <laughs> there was Actually, a year that we took off. We took off of 2020. Was a was a, a break year. There was a so it's been about a year and a half, I want to say, since you've been on when we talked about all those 84,000 uh, Robin Hood uh, movies. Yeah, you you helped me establish myself with the reputation <laughs> of being the Robin Hood guy. I never wanted that. I wasn't searching that out. I'm I'm the pop culture expert apparently, and he says it every week, and he's like, "This guy knows everything," and I'm just sitting there like, "I know nothing. I I I know the very bare minimum just to get me by." And he puts us on these pedestals and expects us to just run with it, and it just puts so much pressure on you. So don't worry, you're you're in the right place. Just breeze <laughs> yeah, through it. But but pop culture, your pedestal is quite large. That's quite a massive pedestal. Yeah, to I, I can, I can grab stick that's yeah. Robin Hood, and it's like you must know everything about this one thing. I never said you needed to know everything about Robin. You decided to go deep, deep, <laughs> deep into the Robin Hood mythos. Okay, I did. I'll definitely link that episode in the show notes down below. But uh, Jason has been kind enough to join us because Aaron chose. Did you choose this film? Yeah, I looked up on my wall and saw, yeah, he's up there, Mr. Kevin Costner himself, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which is a classic, so why not? Yeah, so I reached out to uh, my good friend Jason to come over. He runs uh, multiple podcasts and is the man you need to know in CrossFit um, if you're in Bath. Is that better? Is that fine? Yeah, I mean, don't don't limit (laughs) don't limit it to Bath. Like, like, let's 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 say globally, if you want to know something. Yeah, okay. we, we, last time I said global, I said you were the the uh, Robin Hood guy, and you got mad at me. So I'm like, I'll tell him he's the CrossFit guy of Bath. And now you're like, no, tell me I'm the CrossFit guy of the world. Yeah, well, I keep your mind. <laughs> I think, oh, <laughs> it's it, it's interesting because I was going to say I think I know more about CrossFit than I do about Robin Hood, um, and and I mean I'm definitely better at like snatching and clean and jerks than i am at shooting a bow and arrow that's for sure <laughs> but i reckon there are more people that know as much as me and maybe more than me about crossfit i reckon i'm in the minority with actually how much i know about robin hood because i have done a a deep deep dive <laughs> on the the law like the the real story of robin hood um which is nothing like this film. I just put that out there. <laughs> just no, if, yeah. if you want to know. But this is a lot more entertaining. So um, 
Yeah. 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 I mean, I can imagine Robin Hood actually had an English accent for a start. So that's one thing that's right out the window. Yeah. 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 And was from Yorkshire, not Nottingham. So that's the. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Bar- we're learning. Barns- Barnsdale, not Sherwood Forest, but hey, let's let's not let facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> when has facts or or actual truth ever actually been useful in a story? It's never been useful, ladies. No, it's not, like, last week we watched Face Off, so when it comes to facts and true true things that are actually out there, we don't go with that when it comes to movies because it's it just ruins our good time. Yeah, that makes sense. There we go. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing the re And obviously, I'm a podcaster because I can speak properly. We are reviewing the 1991 film, action adventure film, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, starring the amazing Kevin Costner, Morgan Freeman, Christian Slater, Alan Rickman, Mary Elizabeth Mastron. I can't even pronounce that last name. Mary Elizabeth, because um, I'm not going to I'm not going to destroy her last name, butchering it. Uh, but yes, this is, uh, I, I personally, I think this is my favorite Robin Hood movie out of all of them. I've seen like four of them, not the 95,000 that Jason has seen, obviously. Um, I, yeah, I would say, I mean, I don't know. Cause men in tights is really good. Oh yes. That was going to be my pick actually. Oh, yeah, men in tights is pretty good. Every, every scene in Prince of Thieves, I was just thinking about Men in Tights and just how they played on those scenes. So it's it's very hard to get that out of your head once you've seen it. Do you know, it wasn't until about like five or ten minutes before the very end that I remembered that it's Sean Connery that shows up and not Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Like through the whole film, I was thinking, oh, yeah, and then Patrick Stewart comes at the end. And then I was like, hold on a second. No, <laughs> that's Men in Tights. Sean Connery, he's going to show up. So yeah, um, I, I was very disappointed because I I have a deep hatred of Sean Connery anyway. Oh. So when he kind of showed up, yeah, we we've been through this field. Don't look surprised every single time. You know I don't. Sean, like Sean Connery, Connery is upset with you. I don't care. I don't like him. I really don't. He he's playing an English like we won't. No, we're not going to. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we are. It's, we're going to be playing into this. He's the worst actor ever, and he's just I don't like him. What do you have against the Scots? Why Nothing. Do you hate the Scots so much. I, I hate it's them just as much. So I hate Canadians. They just they annoy me. <laughs> it's because we're too polite, isn't it? Yeah. No, Scots are not polite. That's, <laughs> that's all. No, it's just that he plays all these characters. You know, he plays a a Spaniard, a, a Russian man in this one, an English king, and he's Scottish, and he just he doesn't <laughs> even attempt anything, and it just that upsets me. He plays the most English person of all time, which is James Bond, and he does it with a Scottish accent. It just bugs me. You, you can't say he's a good actor. He's got no range. That's all I'm saying. Not going to argue with Sean Connery. Uh- <laughs> I, I don't personally or as an actor, I don't like him. Anyways, Jason, how many times have you watched uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I'm upset. So at I, every week I have to complain about something. Yeah, so this, this, is, this week it's oh, That's fine. Yeah, I mean, at least you're complaining about like the literally the final few seconds of the film. Like, yeah, but it ruins the whole previous experience. So. <laughs> the whole movie, yeah, up until the last yeah. like five minutes. He's like, it was great. And then Sean Connery showed up. Should have yeah. been Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Mm. I've... um. 
I, I don't know how many times I've seen this film. Um, I, I also have. It's funny. I was on um, Real Comic Heroes not that long ago, and we mm. did Batman Forever, and it was a similar thing where I like I was desperately looking for the DVD because I was like, I, it didn't, it wasn't in any streaming. I was like, well, I know I've got a copy of this DVD somewhere. Got to find the DVD, then got to find something to play it on because <laughs> I haven't used DVDs, DVDs for ages. Yeah. And I did all of this work, and I sat down and watched it. And at the end, I was like, I didn't need to watch this. I I, I know this, <laughs> I, I know this. But I actually, I thought, oh, it's probably that there are. It's like the filler scenes that I just don't remember, and that's why I'm watching it. And then I realized there weren't any. I, it just jump cuts across, and I was like, oh, actually, I, I remember everything about this. And this was very similar. The only difference is I watched the extended cut. Um, so there's some some extra scenes. And, yeah, and I don't know if I'd seen them before. So they do... <laughs> They do throw up a few problems because it means certain scenes later don't work because <laughs> uh, like somebody gives information even though previously he had his tongue removed so he wouldn't have been able to speak. But anyway, that's... Yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't know what version I watched, but I noticed that at the end when they kind of corner him on the staircase and they hold him up and they ask and he says, oh, they're upstairs. And yeah. I thought, I'm, I'm sure they cut his tongue out. Because he was writing on a board because he couldn't talk anymore. Yeah. And I wasn't sure whether I'd just mis misread the whole sequence. Because you don't see his tongue get cut out. No. But it's very yeah. evident that they do that. And it, yeah, it kind of threw me for a loop right near the end. I was like, I'm, I'm sure they cut his tongue out. Yeah. So that's a, that's yeah. one of the extended scenes is that whole that whole bit. I, basically, the, the extended stuff isn't that good because it's mostly tied into the Morgana stuff. Oh. And, and that's a real... Yeah to me a real weak point of the the movie that's kind of like if i had to change anything i'd probably just remove all of that bit because it's it doesn't really the witch doesn't add anything it doesn't add anything at all to it it's 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 kind of pointless um everything else is great (laughs) no this this is a straight apart from short connery obviously turning up at the end but everything else apart from that is great Yeah, I love you all. Go 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 to hell all of you. Um no this is a this is a fun movie. It's just fun. It's stupid, but it's fun. It's, it's that kind of fun. It's it's it's, it's a nineties movie. Of course, it's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> That's like nineties were. Again, I go back to Face Off last week. It's not to that extent of stupidity, but it's it's just silly. And um, it, every British person roughly knows the story of Robin Hood. Everyone across the world roughly knows the story of Robin Hood because you get it in so much media. You know. Disney did it with the the animals, which was great. You know, there's there's been like you say thousands of movies and and books and TV shows, and they all sort of they will all follow the same um, story few points. Yeah, the the same, pretty much the same story, and that's all this movie had to do, and it just had to fill out the rest of it, and it it did it in a way where. Again, it's it was very silly towards the end. It did ramp up quite quickly, but they did it in just a way that it, it still kind of made sense and it still stuck to the law and, you know, Hollywoodized it at that time. Because in, in the early 90s, no one, you didn't really have these kind of big blockbuster movies about this kind of character. So that's what they did. They Hollywoodized it, took the main beats of that story and made it all kind of work in just the right way. And this and is I, actually I, one of the longer ones. 
Yeah, I think the version yeah. I watched was like two hours and forty. Yeah, this is uh, so you got about a about uh, seventeen minutes of extra stuff because it's two hours and twenty three minutes long. Like that's a long movie for nineties, specifically yeah. on a character that well has is great. He is great. He's yeah, awesome. Did wonder what you were going to say there, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm on the I'm on a podcast with two Brits. I'm definitely not going to be a a fool and insult uh, a national treasure of Robin Hood. Um, but I insult everyone, Phil. It's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> You're allowed to insult people. I have to be nice. Yeah, he's got to pretend yeah. to be Canadian. Yeah, I have uh, to pretend yeah. to be Canadian. Yeah, and, and, until it stops being live, and then he just lays into us. Yeah, man, he's mean before and after a podcast. He really is, isn't he? The, the swearing, the, the you know, if he could, he'd probably hit us as well. Yeah, that's why. why he, that's why all the the co-hosts are from the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah, so I can't reach them, so I have to. I to still pretend to be nice. Uh, um, but it has got not just an amazing cast. I think they've got it's a great cast, yeah. but they all seem like they're having a real good time. Like everyone yeah. looks like they're enjoying it. And yeah. everyone is funny. Like they all. <laughs> yes. And this time watching it back, I picked up. Prob- I don't know why. Um, maybe because I was like watching it on a on a tablet so it was like closer to me than yeah. than usual but i was um i was just but like picking up on a lot of like the background comments or just little little like throwaway lines it's mm-hmm. this film is littered with tiny little kind of jabs or a little throwaway line there um i wrote down some of the ones i liked yeah. uh, I, I quite liked the hospitality as warm as the weather i thought that was good <laughs> yeah uh, that's, that, that's britain all right I really, I really enjoyed when they get to the forest and they've got to cross the lake. Uh, yeah, cross like the river. Yeah. And um, and Morgan Freeman's like, uh, oh, only in my dreams have I imagined such a such like a place of such beauty or something like that. And he's like, well, imagine a way to cross it then. I thought, oh, that's. Uh... <laughs> and it's just like this throughout. There's all these little lines, and I was like, I just never picked up on how funny everyone was, and just all these little comebacks that were happening throughout. And even sometimes it was like a, a character in the background, but like the um, the Merry Men just seem like oh, God, a great was... a great bunch of lads that are just having the time of their life hanging out in the forest. Oh yeah, no. Um, my favorite line of all time is Alan Rickman's "I want him dig out his heart with a spoon." Yes, I think yes. that is probably the best line in the whole movie. I, th- I think it makes it even better later when he has to explain to his cousin why he said it because he said it in the heat of the moment and yeah you know i can imagine the first time you hear that you, you're just thinking why a spoon and then they put that conversation in and his explanation is it, it makes so much sense yeah so but, guy uh, gisbin goes why a spoon yeah. cousin why not an axe then of course in pure pure amazingness he goes because it's dull you twit it'll hurt more <laughs> Like, oh, oh, I, I, Rickman on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it, it was <laughs> Phil. I, uh, I was trying to work on my Alan Rickman impression today, and it did not go well. So I'm so glad that you did that instead of me. Yeah, but... uh, and my apologies to Alan Rickman himself. Uh, God rest his soul. Uh, yeah. I apologize for making such a buffoonery of your the accent. Um, I, I also noticed on this viewing that he calls people a twit at least four or five times and i think it's incredible because it's it's the most lamest insult ever 
But when it comes from him, because he really puts that twang on it and he really pronounces the twit and it just it makes it so much harsher than what it actually is. And it I I'd never noticed until like this viewing just how many times he says it. Yeah, I, I it's funny because I picked up on it as well. Yeah, like yeah, I was like, oh, this. I think it's also because I just haven't heard anyone called a twit for so long. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a ninety. Like I don't think since the nineties I've heard anybody utter the phrase "twitch" twit as an insult. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds it's very British sounding, isn't it? But it just I would if someone called me that as an insult, I'd probably laugh. But if it was from Alan Rickman, I'd probably cry. So yeah, he definitely delivers it in the right way. I um I also liked I mean I'm go- I'm gonna bounce around all over the place it's now. Fine. Oh, do you know what I should do? We we should just throw up one obvious because it it is also very easy to to pick flaws in this movie. Um, yeah. You know I I don't know about you Phil. I know you've been to England, so I know you've 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 travelled around, and actually probably you get to you've traversed more of England than us because whenever you visit a country, you tend to like move around it more than when you live there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. I can tell you that to get from Dover to then say we will be in, we'll be at my father's house by nightfall. Um, if you put it in Google Maps, uh, like Nottingham and Dover, it's a three day walk. <laughs> <laughs> but they took a detour via Hadrian's Wall, which most will know is also a lot further north <laughs> than you need to be. So they they took a really long walk to get to his father's house um so there are you know a few flaws with the geography of the movie but to be fair this is a hollywood movie probably no one visited <laughs> those sites and don't know didn't they didn't have google maps or anything like that at when they were filming this so no. yeah I, I can't imagine kevin costner really dove into the you know the the, the accuracy I, i'm just saying it as if he wrote it he, i know he didn't but just i can imagine him writing this script and just being like right well i've heard of that i've heard of that i've heard of this they're all in the same place i to be honest i never even those sort of things don't jump into my brain because i don't want them to kind of yeah muddy up the, the viewing experience so that i mean now that you said it i i'm just like that that is so true and it's just so stupid but, yeah but also yeah. They, they filmed in those locations so it's one <laughs> thing to be like well maybe they didn't like maybe people didn't know it's like yeah but you filmed at the white cliffs of Dover. And then you filmed them walking down Hadrian's wall, That you had to physically get them <laughs> to those different locations. That's, that's, that's very true. That's and then quiet. a lot of the forest stuff wasn't filmed in, in Sherwood forest. It was filmed in the new forest, which uh, if, if anyone wants to know is on the South coast of England, because that's where I'm from originally. So, that, that's why I know that. Maybe that's why I've got this kinship with Robin Hood because I <laughs> grew up in the forest as well. Um, so, yeah, a little, I just, <clears throat> a little detour. Yeah, and I just I'm on the IMDb page, and the first goof is the the whole thing when Robin and Azim draw arrive in Dover. Robin says they'll be dining with their father by nightfall. Nottingham is 170 miles from Dover. Robin makes an ex- ex- extravagant. <clears throat> Sorry, extravagant detour via the Robin Hood Gap in Adrian's Wall, approximately 120 miles north of Nottingham, before heading <laughs> south again, making a rather unlikely journey of over 400 miles in under a day, unless they're running. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's that's it's true actually. Because if you like, I find when I'm doing because I walk most places and I'll put it on Google Maps and I'm always quicker than it says. It's always like, yeah. oh, it's going to take you half yeah. an hour, and I'm like, I can do that in 25 minutes, and that's just walking fast. So probably if they were running. That would definitely cut you off about four days. So that's probably yeah. fine. That probably makes yeah makes perfect sense. Hundred a hundred miles a, an hour. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but on apart horse from uh, on horseback, I, apart from arriving in that way, I actually really like the start of the movie as well, um, and the whole sort of setup of him being in Jerusalem and yeah. and rescuing uh, Azim, um, which I, I think I, I think it establishes very quickly. The kind of man he is, mm-hmm. the kind of man uh, Azim is, because he's also sort of. I, I noticed that everyone is like a man of honor in this, and I yeah. kind of, I kind of miss that. I feel like we don't have like heroes and protagonists now are less often men of honor. Like that there, seems to be gray in their life. Yeah, the we team. we love the we love that now, don't we? We love like oh, you know, they're conflicted, and it's like well, yeah. So the the it's the age of the you know edgy anti-hero you know that's 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 what people want to see that's what teens want to see so that's that's what you're going to get like you say someone conflicted and doesn't know whether to take this path or that path and you know eventually they will take the right path but they might have to go down the other one first but yeah that's just just like robin hood and azim did they went up to you know (laughs) wall and then then back home he was going out he was doing the whole thing you were asking for aaron you know but just in the beginning of the movie but the beginning of the movie is brutal i meant a metaphorical path but yes okay that's that's it if you if you want to go that way but yeah the the first first couple minutes like the first half an hour of this movie is brutal you have the father being killed by Essentially, the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, there's no way about it. It's they're all in white robes with pointy hats. Um, this is one of those moments. Like, and again, it's one of them films that I've seen. A, I know upwards of twenty times at least, but I I don't remember that beginning bit with, with the dad. I I remember the the bit in Jerusalem and yeah. then them arriving at you know Dover. Um, I, I I don't remember that piece with his dad in the castle. I ne- I never. I, w- I was watching it and I was like, I really don't remember this bit. And it it must have been in the theatrical release, but in my head, I, I felt like it wasn't because it's just one of those things that escapes my memory. I I think it's because it 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 does get referenced a few times throughout yeah. the movie, but it is it's just such a kind of. A, a plot device in the sense of it it kicks off a series of events yeah. and yeah. the series of events are very interesting and important and you're paying attention to that and you kind of forget the catalyst at the beginning was oh yeah and they they killed his father and it's kind of not yeah. until the end when they pulls out the sword right and he's got his father's sword and then you're kind of like ah oh, that's yeah so i remember that that's what i mean i remember the whole thing because like you say they reference it so many times it's just ingrained in your memory that you know the story. So, yeah, that scene's kind of far away in a sense. Yeah. It's a good scene, but it, it isn't it. It's it Brian Blessed, have... isn't it, that plays his father? Yes, father. yes, <laughs> yeah. So when I saw him, I was just waiting for the big booming voice, and he doesn't really do it. I was quite disappointed. Yeah, yeah and then you... I mean, he kind of he kind of shouts out when he's on horseback, but it's yeah. not it's not quite there. They told him to tone it down, tone it down. Yeah, and he did, and he did. <laughs> yeah. Um, out of all of it, like, what what was your favorite part of this movie? 
who are you asking, Phil? <laughs> I anybody who wants that. Uh, Jason, we'll start with Jason. Oh since no, you're the guest. for that. Um, what's my favorite part? Um, oh, I, I, I don't know because I feel like there are. It's quite a segmented film. There's, it seems like there are. Like it's just scenes. It's not a. No, film. it's just like there's kind of. There's the whole period of them, kind of in, intercepting the, all, all the the caravans and things being sent through the forest and sort yeah. of the establishing the legend of Robin Hood within that. And that's that's quite interesting. There's quite good scenes in there. Um, and then like as as Aaron said earlier like it really ramps up at the end and mm. and so they're, they're enjoyable like in different ways like I I still really like the and I, I think I said this to you on the last show I was on of yours Phil that a scene that I hadn't picked up on until I rewatched it before the last time we spoke about it was the interaction between Will Scarlet and Robin Hood um yeah. when he's come back when he's so they've all been captured and, and taken off and then he's been kind of sent to betray him and he mm-hmm. basically admits that and he says you know and, and he the revelation that it's his brother and and all of that which breadcrumbs were laid earlier so i always like that when <laughs> you know there's some throwaway lines before that you don't really pay Pick much attention to yeah or, or you or you think that you know because obviously he explained to to marion about the last words he had with his father were in anger and it was because he you know he he felt he was betraying the memory of his mother so you, you so it makes sense why you'd say that it wasn't like a it wasn't a jj abraham's mystery box just <laughs> hanging there for everyone to see it was just a well oh, he, will he, he be good or will he be yeah. bad i don't yeah. know yeah he didn't say oh yes well, and then they had a child and we sent them away oh i wonder if we'll ever see the child it was just a yeah you know i i was a spoiled kid and my my dad finally found happiness with another woman and he gave her up for me but i still you know, didn't forgive him and I yeah. went off. And you're like, oh yeah, that hurts. We understand why you would why you would explain that. And then end like end of the film, it's oh by the way, you know, that was my mother, <laughs> the one you threw away, and we're actually brothers. And like, like that's great. But what I really like is his um his being won over by Robin Hood, him saying, you know, I've got more reason to hate you than anybody else. And yet I found myself believing. And it's like it's really powerful, I think, because it's it's sort of the how inspiring this person is that even someone who's justifiably should not like you is kind of like, but he's, oh, he's just so charming. <laughs> just It's Kevin uh, Costner. It's Kevin Costner. Yeah. He's just a charming yeah. guy. So I, I do like that. I think that's a, a really nice scene. Uh, another little scene I, this time. I, I don't know if it was really the big set pieces that I was picking up on, or maybe because I've seen it so many times, I was just like really drilling into these little bits, but there was, um, there was like two interactions between Robin and and um, Asim. The first time when he's kind of trying to get the people rallied up, and Asim is like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this for you. Like, don't make don't make kind of your vendetta their thing. Like, don't don't use these people for your own means. And then when everything's been destroyed later, he's saying, you know, oh, it was my pride that that caused this. And and it seems like no, you gave them pride. You you know you kind of gave these people purpose Hungry and life pride. and have. Yeah. And I just I just thought, do you know what? There's as silly as this film is. There's some really nice kind of pay you know payoffs to things and just great character interactions. And yeah, so 
I can't pick couple, one thing. It's couple, just too good. It, scenes, yeah. it may be it may be the best film ever made, Phil. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'm going to have to stop you there, Jason. I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, but it is up there. It is a classic. It's probably one of the best Robin Hoods. The Disney Robin Hood would always be the best Robin Hood, obviously. Ooh. Don't know. Don't know. It's it's funny because I, I I don't know if something's changing in my life. Phil. I don't know what's going on. But because I was it one of a, a clip actually from your uh, your intro. Um, you have a little clip from a wonderful film, The Princess Bride. Yes. Uh, and yeah. I was watching that recently, um, just for no reason. It's like, I'm just gonna put that on. And I honestly think that may be one of my favorite movies of all time. And I just don't know why. I just. It's, it's, it's just fun fantasy. It's a, it's like Robin Hood, but I feel it's kind of like Robin Hood, but it's taken with pirates and then it's just like they're just they're right. taking things from zorro taking film uh, events from different films and mixing it into a, such a well-oiled plot like because you do have robin hood you have a, a revenge story like robin hood you have zorro in it with the mask and the the legend of uh the dread pirate roberts dreaded pirate roberts but you also have zorro in there as well you have so many and pirates because everybody loves pirates so like it's all there and then it's like this epic quest type movie so yeah and and, and carrie ellis is a great actor and i <laughs> i always wonder i always think because he's so good in men in tights and i always wonder what if he had been cast instead of Kevin Costner? Oh no, it wouldn't have worked. Oh, I don't know. I think it no, would have been no, no, Gary Owens is great, but he's he's got that kind of comical. Um, it wouldn't be in a serious. Like, yeah, it it would. <sighs> Kevin, Costner, it would have been probably a fun. It wouldn't be as dark because I feel this movie is yeah. ha, has a very dark tone to whoops, a dark tone to it. Oh, this movie's messed up. You know, there's, yeah. there's a rape scene at the end, so it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, uh, not quite a rape scene, but you, but you a, know, a, it, a nearly it, rape scene. There's yeah, a, there's assault. Yeah. We'll go with there's assault. Yeah. Um, Aaron, what's your favorite f- scene in this movie? But it's not that one. Did you just mention it, Aaron? No, obviously that's not his uh, favorite scene, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's, that's, that's the problem because Jason's come up with so many good ones, you know, these very emotional moments that really, you know, that, that sprinkle throughout the movies. Um, but <laughs> the only one that really springs to mind is it's the siege on the castle at the end to try and stop the hangings and oh, the... Uh, is it the catapult the over? That's close because <laughs> the way Christian Slater just kind of turns around and says, oh, they made it, you know, he's very sort of like, oh, Jesus. Like, he didn't know that was going to happen. But I, I don't know what it is about me. Um, it's just it's just the fact that when little John, you know, he, he climbs up the ladder and he throws a guard over and then his wife's just sitting there and she's like, hello, my lover. And it's just for some reason that that has always stuck in my head. And I say it to so many people. And it's just it's one of those phrases that I just say to more people than what I should. Even people that I'm my lover, you know, I just hello, my lover, because it's. <laughs> It's an iconic line and it's something that's how important like for me my favorite scene is the first time little John and uh Robin Hood meet in the yeah. river and yeah. Robin beats him and he's oh my god I'm drowning and Robin's like just stand up you dumb fool Yeah and again all I'm thinking about is many times and the <laughs> same that tiny stream It's exactly the same and it's just like this is crazy that um that Mel Brooks could get away with so much stuff that's 
literally just playing the same scene but just doing it for for comedy because that scene in this movie was played for comedy but just uh, for some reason in men in tights it's just way more funnier i don't i don't it's exactly the same thing i just don't understand it but it's uh, like you're saying the comedy in this movie is just as good as the poignant scenes because they they are having fun aren't they like you said jason they are clearly having fun um there's, there's a bit where right at the beginning where um kevin costner's dancing along the, the wall and he, he just kind of gets to a point and he just stops and he kind of spins and he's just he's really happy because he's talking to azim at the same time and they're having a very in-depth conversation but it's just he's so happy to be home and he's just he's just dancing along the wall and he just spins and stops and i'm in my head, I was like, "Oh, he nearly fell off there." Then, but he's having so much fun, and they're all having fun in this movie, like you said. And it's just, it's, it's infectious, and it makes it more interesting to watch. I, I think they have such a great relationship, those two. Like, yeah, that, 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 that scene good. when it's so. Then he's like, you know, he, he he's got getting his name, and he's like, "Well, what does it mean?" And it's like, "Oh, great one." He's like, "Oh, did you give yourself that name?" And there's all these kind of little, there's all these little. Barbs, and then um, he's trying to find out about this woman, right? It's like the, this woman that he was willing to die for, yeah. And he's like, you know, and he needs to pray, so he wants to know which way is east. Do I? And he's like, oh, you know, I can tell you, but give me the name. And and then when he's praying, Gizwan's men attack, don't they? They're, they're chasing the kid, so he's like screaming for help and fighting <laughs> them, completely left alone. Then he, he said, starts... "You help me," and he's like, "I'll do it when I want." You know, yeah, just wait. And then he and he so he's berating him, and then it's like, come back is you know you're, you're complaining, but you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just think throughout they have this really great little rapport, and um and because it's yeah. well it's Morgan Freeman and, and Kevin Costner, it just works so well. Um, so I yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. <sighs> it's so much fun. And Morgan Freeman was jacked in this movie. In in the beginning in Jerusalem, he's got a top off, and it's just like damn. You don't imagine Morgan Freeman to be that buff, and it's just it's incredible. And what what I think is interesting is again, like with you know, obviously when this film, I I, I don't know how it was received actually when it first came uh, out. I'll I'll tell you how it was received. Um, it, it, I know it did well at the box office. Well, it destroyed the box office. It had a budget of hold on forty eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. So we know doubling that, it's about ninety six million dollars. It brought in gross worldwide $390 million. Mm. So I think it was well received. Yeah. Fair. Over wow. on, it has a 6.9 on 10 rating on uh, IMDb with over 189,000 reviews. I think people like this movie. So, because where I was going with this was oh God. like, hey, relax. <laughs> Is this is a good movie? it's made even better when you compare it to let's let's just put aside men in tights because that's kind okay. of sacred and that that sits on its own little shelf and and the, these really work as a pair they should sell them as a box set to be honest that would be smart. but yeah but um but when you compare them to the robin hood films that have come after are you specifically th- referencing the russell crow robin hood i will throw in the Taron egerton one as well don't worry i'm not okay. discriminating <laughs> <laughs> it's, the Taron Egerton one is so weird, uh, but yes, continue, Jason. Well, it's just like they haven't done it better, right? That's the point. It's like you've tried mm-hmm. all these different ways, and it's just not as good. Like this is this is how you should do it. 
and it's that constant need to remake and use again you know let's not create our own character let's just again use someone that's in the public domain we can we can do another robin hood film and you're like yeah great but like this one's really good so either do something completely different but don't just like keep keep doing same old same old and it's just it's just not worked has it um no because you end up with the tarragon egerton one where he has he shoots it like a machine gun a bone hour like a machine gun i I mean think about that like the crusades yeah the way this film starts and like how gritty and hot and like you know they're in prison and they're in rags yeah. and the hair and the beard and you know they're in they're being people are being tortured and it is it's losing like arms left losing right arms center. yeah and then and then you compare it to the the latest one and it was like they go off to do, he goes off we see him go and do the crusades and they're in like uh like afghanistan camo kind of yeah it, it military like fatigues a, shooting these bow and arrows it's like what is this yeah it's I, like i, I, I don't style. remember that don't worry it's and plus like made marion's wearing this pure white gown in the egerton version of robin hood and she lives in like this coal industrial city like it's not even it's like it's it's as if it's in a steampunk type universe and she's wearing this and everybody else is dirty as hell but she's wearing this pure white gown that you know she's had for years and there's not a spot of dirt on it and you're like how I think I've blocked everything from that movie out of you my should memory. Have. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I wasted good. a free movie on that. I wasted a free movie on that movie. Well, every movie's I free, even still really. feel like I got ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, yeah. but my point was that, yeah, is that yeah, this was a yeah. great movie when it came out. There have been, you know, bigger budgets thrown at it. You know, like Ridley Scott. He's a, that's a yeah. huge name to be behind this project. It wasn't as good. It was uh, <laughs> it was like two hours of getting to the point where this movie starts. Yeah, <laughs> it was. yeah. this this is the story of him because and it wasn't and he wasn't even playing uh, Robin of Loxley. It wasn't even Robin of Loxley. He 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 just took the name. Yeah. In that. Oh movie. yeah 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 that's true actually he just took over uh, somebody else's life. Yeah, I, I think the best thing about these these kind of movies from the nineties is again Robin Hood had been done before so many times but because it wasn't really in the the you know the, the global public eye like this movie is because it's a big block must blockbuster movie and it's for a lot of americans and uh, everyone around the world it's their first kind of introduction to the character so once it's been done like this you know with that budget and the, the big you know star names and everything behind it it will be more difficult to do it better because this will always have that nostalgic feel to it. You know, this, you could show this movie to a younger generation now and they might not understand how good it is because it's not from their time. But because our generation are going to remember this movie, that's why it's never going to be bettered. So no matter what, they, they're going to keep throwing money at these this this property and they're going to keep making movies to try and bring it into... The modern age yeah into the modern age but still set it at that time you know what i mean they're gonna try and modernize it as much as they can and it's not gonna work because they're just they're not doing it in the right way this movie they set it in the right time period and they didn't really they didn't take liberties with that so that's why it's never going to be better because once it's been done 
perfect it's not perfect by all means but in our memories it always will be and it will be impossible to get that out of everyone's heads and it won't be they won't be able to do it again no matter I, how time they try, I, I they, feel they like try. i feel like they really got they tried their best to make it feel like you were in a medieval city or in a medieval town or you were living in the medieval period in this movie they they cleaned it up a bit but they they like Robin had to rub a horse dung on him to make it look yeah. like he homeless and like people wouldn't pay attention to him, you know. And when he was, yeah, yeah. And it, it felt like okay, they're genuinely trying to say if we're in medieval times or in the the dark ages, how would he get through? How would he be able to get in to see Mary Marion? You know, in the castle, like willy nilly. So I like that aspect of it. Whereas with other ones, they just try and like, oh, Robin of Loxley, everybody knows what he looks like. Whereas yeah. in reality, back then, no one knew who who anybody looked like, unless you were- no, like, I was gonna say, no one, no one would have known what he looked like unless they seen him personally. But even then they could have, you know, that's the guy. Well, are you sure it's not that guy over there? Because I heard it was that guy. And they could do that. And all he has to do is pull his hood up a little bit and, like you say, rub some shit on him. And he's, you know, he's good to go. He can just walk through because he just looks like a beggar. Yeah, and it's that's that's what they use to their to their advantage in this movie because, again, they have to understand that, yeah, they wouldn't know what he would look like necessarily. You know, they might have a vague idea. But, you know, if you look at, if you looked at a distance, him and Christian Slater next to each other, Kind of similar. Christian Slater walks around. Well, I mean, they, they, they are well. brothers. <laughs> they, they no, are. You know what? Yeah, but no one else knows that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. And he even Christian Slater even wears a purple hood in this, and I just had images of the Green Goblin for some reason. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else noticed it, but it was very purple. But yeah, um, I can't remember what my point was now. But yeah, it's they don't it, it, how it it feels medieval. Yeah, yeah, and they they did it. They again, they didn't take liberties, they didn't try and they didn't insert. try to make it anything other than what it was, yeah, exactly. You know, some of it is very stupid. Um, again, you know, the geography, um, but you know, <laughs> or the it, fact that they were making like uh wooden traps where they could hide under it and put it on top. I'm pretty sure they didn't have that back in uh the time this movie took place, yeah. That's that's another thing that I noticed as well when they're during their first sort of siege on uh guy of gisborne when when the when the um uh, the kind of distraction men they run away and they slide under these um sort of tent, yeah like tent leave tent things the horses stop like that far from them I, I can only imagine if the horses had just kept going and they would just trample them to death there's no way that they knew that those horses would not have trampled them to death that is a big gamble to take <laughs> And it's yeah. almost up there with you know cutting someone's hair during face surgery. It's it's very <laughs> it's very close. So yes, Jason, if you don't know, uh, Aaron's biggest <laughs> thing from Face Off was when they were taking off both uh, both faces from uh, John Travolta and um, Nick Next Cage. Day. They were cutting one of their characters' hair at the exact same time, and Aaron was beside himself with fury. Because he's like, what happens if a hair just lands up underneath the skin? Like already when it's when you get your hair cut, you're already itching because you got the little hairs picking. How 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 annoying would it be if that there was a, a little hair underneath your skin? Inside your face. Yeah, yeah inside your face. You're just trying to scratch at it. So true. it's very upsetting. Next time you watch face off, you'll understand and you'll be just <laughs> as angry as I am. 
yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I'm still not over it. It's been a week. I'm still not over it. <laughs> the fury is in his eyes. Um, all right, boys. Favorite line of the movie, if you have one. Oh, I just <laughs> gave you so many. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't have to give me your favorite line. Hello, uh, my we... lover. I've already done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, hello, he's your lover. One. I got yeah. his heart out with a spoon because it'll hurt yeah. more. You twit. Um. Oh, the the little sort of song that Christian Slater sings when they first oh, try yeah, to cross. was a rich the, man from Nottingham. That one. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That is good. Yeah, that's funny. That always sticks in the memory. I can't remember the words, but it, it's there. It's it's in my head. I'd love to say I can't remember the words. I can remember the words. <laughs> worried that Phil will make me sing it. <laughs> I won't make you sing them uh, live on air. I'll save you for that embarrassment until afterwards. I'll, yeah. I'll do a I'll do a, a spoken word rendition if you want. There was okay. a rich man from Nottingham who tried to cross the river. What a dope! He tripped on a rope. Now look at him shiver. <laughs> I you go. that is that is a song that is like one of those things that that's a song that just pops into my head sometimes <laughs> oh, like literally over the last 20 years the number of times that that song has just sort of just popped into my head and I do not know why and you wonder why I say you're the le- you're the yeah, man you're right you're right. <laughs> you're right I think you may have a point Phil uh, <laughs> do you have any other what? notes to share with us there Jason because I know you took a plethora of notes more, I, more. I well I know because most of my notes were um, so I'm gonna I'll be honest with you, I said this was two hours and 40 minutes and I, I had to watch it in three parts basically yes. um, and, 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 and the first part I was like I'm going on Phil's podcast he expects stuff from me so sit down <laughs> let's watch this let's take notes I've got you know uh, oh I have another criticism I haven't thrown out many of those here's a, another criticism what a long intro to sit through the whole tapestry thing. Yeah. Like, get through yes. <laughs> 23 minutes long, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You get through that and then you get text to read. <laughs> so it's like, oh, <laughs> the worst of both worlds. Um, but then it moves, you know, straight into Jerusalem. I like that. I liked the the set. So I've got all these nice notes, including the geography bit, because that was at the start. Gisborne showing up, the hosp- hospitality thing I mentioned. How much fun Kevin Costner's having? Uh, the imagine the place, the Merry Men, and like the the banter between them is great. Then my notes stop because um, the other kind of so uh, you know we were talking before wives, kids, things like that. So um, the 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 kind of second half of me watching this film, I was also trying to like wash the dishes and do a lot of other stuff. So I couldn't I, I couldn't take notes at the same time. Um, whilst kicking the child away just yeah leave yeah no at that point i had also remembered that oh i know this film backwards and forwards anyway (laughs) so this me watching it is more a a courtesy than anything else (laughs) uh but yeah um i don't know i don't think there's anything anything else particular i mean it's it's, i find it hard to talk about this movie without you just basically going through all the lines of the movie because (laughs) There's just... next, next time I'll bring up the script and we can go line by line. Yeah. <gasps> we can do a dramatic reading. <laughs> and you're just waiting for that one line. You'll be like, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll play the mother. I'll just wait yeah. until... <laughs> yeah, Aaron's like, I'm not doing any other line except for... Yeah. Hello, lover. I'm like, There's a lot of pages of text here that you're not involved in. Um, are you sure this about is, this? This is the moment I was born for. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll throw you in that little fun fact about this movie, if you like. Well, no, a little fun fact. It's just something I found interesting when I did my deep dive into the, the real history of Robin Hood, because, you know, a lot of the characters obviously 
appear in you know they, there's kind of like a, a group of known individuals and depending yeah. on which version of robin hood they're doing you're gonna have you, you know will scarlet's your little johns uh much the oh, miller God. gets mentioned in this one but you don't really see who he is but they do reference his name uh alan adale isn't it he's the the rooster in the cartoon one if you want to know who that is so you've got these different <laughs> characters that that show up a lot morgan freeman's character of um asim is an interesting one because that's a a very modern trend to include generally uh, a Saracen warrior. It, it's been in in pretty much any kind of anything post this has had that as well. Yeah. Um, so his character was originally called Nasir, uh, and it was again this trend of pay, tick, like picking out characters that had been in Robin Hood and putting them in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happens so that there, there was a, a Robin Hood TV series in the eighties. And there was a character, Nasir, in that. And um, it's just a coincidence that one of the stunt coordinators on Prince of Thieves had worked as a stunt coordinator on that Robin show as well. And when they were doing that, he he just spoke to them and said, you, you do know that Nasir was an original creation by the BBC. And <laughs> if you use that character, they you know they could sue you because it's they own right. him basically um and so that's why nasir became a seam and they had to change the character a bit um because they just kind of assumed wow oh, we can just take anyone from this show because <laughs> they're all you know, public domain public domain but but what i love about the fact that that continues now is actually when you look into the history of robin hood that was a very you know similar trend like maid marion oh, Lights just went off in my house. Uh, that scared me. I don't know about you, but that scared me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, we're going to lose Jason? Uh, bear with me one second. Yeah. This, this is a horror movie in the making. <laughs> so people who are listening, Jason just lost all lights. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Did someone turn off the light, Jason? Yeah. Um, so like this is a... Someone. <laughs> no, I was... Uh, so we're... Oh man, this is a detour. We have Alexa. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and it's oh, basically cool. someone someone downstairs turned the light off downstairs using that. And that also turned wow. off the light upstairs. And so then instead of everyone hearing me scream at Alexa, Alexa to turn the light back on, I muted my microphone. Um, <clears throat> no, that happens to me when I say uh, I have Google Home. So <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, I, hopefully I, she'll, I'm, she'll stop. I'm not, I'm not a fan of artificial intelligence, so I don't have anything like that in my yeah. house. Because yeah, Aaron that's is scared they... that I'm creating Skynet over with my automations for my other podcasts. They will yeah. take over. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was just going to say, people like Maid Marian weren't actually included until kind of like a hundred years later. Robin Hood stories had been being told, and and they brought these people in. So, and then they would always in, kind of incorporate them into the next thing. And I like that, even in like the modern day, hundreds of years later we are still doing the same thing that people are adding to the legend and then just bringing that into the next, you know, generation or whatever they're making. Uh, and I, I just think that's, you know, that's how it was in the beginning and how it is now. I think that's kind of cool. And I, I like that this, this was one of the first movies to sort of pick a, a new inclusion and, and run with it. And then that's something that's kind of carried on in the, the later BBC Robin Hood show that they did. They had a similar character, uh, and it's just kind of that that sort of thing that that happens quite often now in in Robin Hood media. So yeah, there you go. It's like the it's like the Bible. We're not going down that route. 
Um, no, I just think that's crazy that if that man wasn't working on the movie at that time, yeah, how how differently all of that could have gone. It's just crazy, and it you know he could have, or the BBC would have made a nice bit of money from that movie. So yeah. if he hadn't been fiend at that point, it just that's crazy. I mean, I suppose the main the main point there Aaron, is would we be paying less for our TV license because they'd still have that <laughs> what a cash they got from Prince of Thieves. <laughs> That's true. I don't pay TV license, so it's okay. Not no. not illegally. It's not illegal. I just I don't. Um, I only have streaming services. I don't have BBC or ITV or anything like that. So I'm not. I'm not. You know, an outlaw. Ooh. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Maybe you yeah. are. Maybe you're yes. the Robin Hood of the modern age, uh, yeah. Aaron, and where you're merry men. Yes. All right, we're going to be wrapping it up. How many quivers of arrows do you give this, Jason? Oh, uh, how many am I allowed to give it? <laughs> What's what are it's we going on? It's on ten. We it's do on everything 10. on ten. Oh man, can you imagine if I said four? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, hyping it up, hyping it up. Yeah, this yeah. is a four quiver. Uh... Oh, um, hmm, 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 hmm. I guess I'm gonna say as much as I love this, I'm gonna go eight uh, because it's you know it, it can't be ten. And I'm just going to take one away for, like, as I said, all the Morgana stuff that's really unnecessary and and, and doesn't really add to it. Because it, it was a long runtime. Um, yeah. And it was a unnecessarily long runtime for certain scenes. So I, I, I'm going to go with a nice, comfortable eight. That's good. Aaron, how many quivers of arrows are you giving this? Uh, just quickly sidestep, because now that you mentioned quivers two of the best bits is when he he licks the feather and when he bites one off to split the arrows and to get a better aim i just think that's it i am not sure if i've seen it before or since but it's just such a silly little thing and i don't even know if it makes sense but it, in the movie it does and i just think it's great so yeah for that i'm just going to give it an eight as well because it's again it's ridiculous but it's so good in a ridiculous way and it's it's a classic. I might actually have to watch it again soon because it's. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be watching it after the show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's so uh, good. And I, I want to catch those little throwaway lines that uh, Jason was mentioning. I want to catch those because uh, yeah, I, I mean, like like Jason movie. said. Look, I mean, you know, Phil. Every week, even though ninety percent of these movies I've seen a hundred times, I always watch them just before the show so I can, you know, get it all fresh in my memory. But I, I've only just finished watching it today. I might actually have to watch it again tomorrow because it's that good. Go. Yeah, it's a little late for you guys to watch it again, and that's why we're going to be wrapping up. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give it eight, yeah. eight quivers because why not? It's an eight across the board, the triple eights, mm. uh, mainly because Alan Rickman is probably the best part of this movie. Um, he turned yeah, it down. I, 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 I was sorry, I was going to say we didn't really mention him I, that much, but if we'd have gotten to an Alan Rickman role, it would have yeah. just been the whole podcast that's why yeah. i didn't really stick to him that much yeah i can't believe how little we spoke about him like I, well it, it, to be fair yeah we we can't it is about robin hood who's kevin costner but like alan rickman stole the whole movie yeah um he re he had the only reason he agreed to do this film because he was he turned it down twice before was if he could have carte blanche on the show uh, on the movie and in the interpretation of the sheriff and they did give it to him and it just <sighs> Yeah. Look at what we got. One of the best performances from Alan Rickman in a movie. I, I would say then very, very quickly on, on that. The, he is also funny. We've mentioned some of the funny lines yeah. he gives. I also love yeah. the, the, the scar that he gets. And then like somebody's put it on the statue <laughs> of him. And like, that's all great. Um, but he is also incredibly evil. Like, oh yeah. 
he he comes across so wicked and so like not just evil like oh i'm gonna usurp the king yeah which which he does a conspiracy with the barons and this is again a weird side tangent but i always wonder why the people that are already barons so under the current regime are living pretty well are the people that want to overthrow the king and take over it's kind of like i get it if the poor people maybe wanted to do that but it seems weird that you've got a pretty nice life and yet you're the one that wants to anyway side point <laughs> like the way he's kind of like you know using children as a you know marry me or i guess i'll have to kill these children because i can't let them grow up to be my enemies and you're just like wow this guy <laughs> he's like look here's your choices i'm pure evil or pure evil <laughs> So, um, yeah. but yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of forget how evil he is until like you just kind of mentioned it because he's so good and so charismatic and so funny in the role that you kind of go, oh yeah, he's a sadistic man. It's crazy. It's because yeah. he also he has little like little tantrums almost as well, <laughs> but they work like when he like takes off the guy's hat and he's just like, like hitting him with the hat and stuff like that, and and he's he's getting angry and then he's like you know ordering the women to his room and stuff like there's like he's these yeah. weird little tantrums and stuff which we've seen done with like your kylo ren and it just seems weird. like a petulant child yeah yeah but with him it just he's just a man who is wound so tight ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant yeah. sorry and my final little weird thing and this is more about the feel better show than it is robin hood is why have we gone how many quivers when you can only hold one quiver, surely it should be how many arrows in your quiver for this movie. But I mean, that's besides the point. If you think, to, didn't they do it in Men in Tights? I'm sure they done like a big long. Thing. Was it Men in Tights that did that? <laughs> I've definitely seen a film where they he kind of holds out an arrow and then lets it go, and all these arrows just drop down. Yes, oh. that is Men in Tights. He's like pulls it, out the one thing, and it's all, yeah. it just unfolds. Yes. Yes, there you go. Yes. That's why. Feel that guy is, it's, it's on the uh, cover he's holding it and he's got like five yeah. arrows yeah yeah because he shoots it. a guy who's like you haven't seen the last of us and then you're like shoots and and it pins oh, this guy like yeah. all to a tree with like all these arrows <laughs> and he's like you've seen the last of us <laughs> uh jason thank you so much for being an amazing <laughs> guest and always bringing your knowledge of the Robin hood, even though I, I pinned you as the, the Robin hood expert, just like I pin Aaron as the pop culture expert, but where can my uh, amazing adoring fans find you? Cause you have a lot more podcasts or a little less podcasts than your last you, you did last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've really, you know, slimmed down in the world of podcasting. <laughs> um, right. Uh, easiest place to find me is on Instagram at, uh, Jason CF Media, and the I would say like the grid on there is pretty much the CV of everything I'm doing. So there's uh, there's two podcasts that are weekly, um, Plate Stack Chat, that is a kind of fitness podcast where we we grab a topic that's sort of in the zeitgeist and we roundtable discuss it, and it's basically the, the the conversations you would have with your friends at the gym, but we just do it on a podcast. Uh, and then I also run 
uh, maybe more niche is the CrossFit Bath podcast, which is the gym I go to, where I interview the the members and the coaches and just kind of hear their stories, which I think one of the recent ones uh, with Roger, who is 76 years old and doing it. So, you know, if it, it's true you might not live in Bath, but the stories are pretty interesting anyway. Um, and then occasionally I'll be heading off to some big events. So, you know, some pictures of people doing fitness that are much better than me uh that kind of stuff usually ends up in the stories and then links to everything are, are in the bio there um and then you occasionally will find me cropping up on other people's podcasts and i'll usually link that all in on the instagram as well so that's kind of the the one-stop shop is is that one it's probably the easiest place to find me excellent and aaron where can we find you everywhere <laughs> I should have said everywhere. Oh. <laughs> and of course, in Sherwood Forest, where I hang out, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> oh, where I... you are right now, live from the uh, Sherwood Forest himself. But Aaron, I, where can I, we find I, you online? I'm in a small cupboard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Under the stairs, like Harry Potter. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Aaron Talks Films everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify. Is it Letterboxd? Is that I a think thing? You're on Letterboxd too. Yeah, I can't remember. If I, I can't remember the last time I posted on there. Just type in Aaron Talks Films on any kind of social media platform, and you'll find me right there. By you know, with millions of followers. There you go. And if you want to follow the show, of course you can. The Phil Better Show is on all platforms. Just search The Phil Better Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you all for listening. I thank my amazing guest, Jason, and his incredible knowledge of Sherwood Forest and the legend of Robin Hood. And of course, the pop culture expert himself, Aaron Talks Films. Remember, guys, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated.